everybody, and this is Jerry Fox, The Verdict is In. And I want to thank all of my listeners. We do not charge you a subscription fee because this is to inject information from experts and informative guests into your day in 25 minutes without commercials. I do want to tell you, remember that our law firm uh, has flexible rates. We're on both coasts and we do great work, GerardFoxLaw.com. And if any of you want to suggest a guest that you want to see on or you want to get updates on shows and who's going to be on the show, just email my executive assistant, Philippa Greenwood, P. Greenwood, G-R-E-E-N-W-O-O-D, at GerardFoxLaw.com, and tell her what type of guests you want to hear, or make sure that she's sending you updates and reminders of who the guests are going to be, so that you don't miss a show. We've had amazing guests, and now we have two amazing guests in the financial markets that have gone crazy in many people's minds. I'm going to introduce you to them by reading their bios, and then we're going to get after it. Um, I have Evan, and I want to... Evan, I got to pronounce your last name correctly for the audience. Jaylee. Jaylee. J-E-H-L-E. He's a partner and COO at FFO and is an industry expert providing business management, tax, and accounting services to ultra-high net worth clients, including celebrities. And you know that, obviously, we have a lot of listeners out there who are celebrities, athletes, asset managers, and business entrepreneurs and executives. Evan specializes in wealth preservation, boy, that's good, and growth, also important, strategies such as education planning, investment portfolio aggregation, retirement expense forecasting, and small business consulting. So it isn't just the celebrities and the hotshots, it's small business consulting, all executed with a focus on advantageous tax planning, combining his depth of experience with the personal financial specialist's PFS certification from the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants. Now, that's a lot of words, but it means he knows his shit. Evan is uniquely positioned to serve as a trusted advisor, providing objective recommendations in all areas of personal financial planning, including income tax, estate, retirement, investment, risk management. The dude knows a lot. And Jim is the founder and CEO of Critical Path Advisors, by the way, a very well-known company a boutique advisory firm focused on helping businesses link people, operations, and performance. Their practice areas include employer services, people strategies, risk management, technology advisory, and cybersecurity, all really important stuff. Their clients span numerous industries, including accounting, avionics, cellular communications, defense, entertainment, financial services, healthcare, legal, manufacturing, National Power Grid, nonprofit, public relations, sports technology, and ultra high net worth individuals and families. They are the single source expert team for over 400 federally regulated institutions and frequently appear in the media commenting about various matters pertaining to corporate and national interests. Another guy who knows a lot about very important stuff. Jim and Evan, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Thanks very much for having us. I'm going to record that entrance, and I'm going to play that at the start of every meeting I have from now on. I love that. Thank you. There you go. There you go, guys. <laughs> so a lot of people, some of the people in the audience will know about the family office industry. It's been around now for some time, and some don't. But everywhere I turn, all of a sudden, there's a family office. Maybe you can explain to the audience briefly, what is a family office? 
Sure. Yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. I meet people all the time and they're like, oh, I run a family office. Oh, do you? Yeah, I manage money. Okay, well, that's money management. That's not a family office. What else do you do? Oh, that's it. Okay, so then you're not really a family office. A family office is doing everything for the family. And that means everything from the financial side to helping them on their lifestyle and everything in between. Hiring nannies, buying planes, and whatever else kind of shakes out that they need. So the family office industry, there's really three kinds of family offices. There's the single family office where Jerry Fox has his own CFO, his own investment advisor, everything's in-house and he's got his employees and they all do that only for him. You've got the multifamily office where Jerry says, hey, I'm going to let my friend Jim and Evan use my people, but it's really kind of that group of families. And then now multifamily office has kind of expanded. It used to be commercial family office was everybody else, people that had 30, 40, 50 families and the like. Now we kind of fit into that multifamily office language. But the new family office concept is the virtual family office. And that's really where a lot of people, especially the next generation, that's where they're leaning right now, which is I don't want employees. I don't want people that are working for me. I want to outsource everything. And then I want people to manage all of those managers so that I don't have to. That's really where a lot of people are headed because, look, you want to have a single family office. I don't know what the right number is. Some people say you got to be at least worth at least 100 million. Other people have said 500 million. At one point, you had to be a billionaire before you could do that. I don't know what the right number is, but I can tell you this, it's expensive and it's cheaper for people to outsource things in most cases. And you can get the same high quality service because you don't need full-time employees. So whenever anyone says to you, I work in the family office or I am a family office, just ask them the services they provide. And if all they say are, oh, I just do money management, then they're probably not in the family office industry. When I talked to the original upstart of family offices were that I would talk to wealthy families. They would have 20 different people that they'd go to for 20 different things. So they ultimately find the right-hand person who, if they want to form trusts now for their children, you know, they find a good trust person. But now you got to look at the tax law so they find a good tax person as you put together you have to have trustees so where do you go find trustees that are independent now i've got you and you put together my trust and you've dealt with my tax issues i'm going to introduce you to my insurance person to make sure that's all in comporting i've got a business and i think i want to have a succession to my employees so now they're going to find you an esop expert who can help you set up maybe that type of a transition and and eventually, you become the person they call for everything. The first time that I saw what was really a family office was Marvin Davis was a billionaire who, who died, and he had all these trusts set up. But the man who pulled everything together, who found him everything, was a guy called Ken Kilroy. Ken did everything. It trickled down from finding the trust in his taste lawyer to the tax lawyer to finding, you know, if they wanted a dog, where to get the dog. 
they need a criminal defense lawyer because one of the kids got busted for driving too fast or something. They'd wake Ken up at three in the morning. Now, right. I know that the young millennials who are making money want to do everything that they can virtually. So the virtual office sounds very interesting. Jim, have you dealt with virtual offices, virtual family offices at all? Yeah, and, and we'll t- you know we could talk a little bit later about how our services fit in. I think the value there, like Evan said, is that it's opened up the single family office and even multifamily office model. For the most part, is you could debate the the net worth you need to really have that in place, but it's astronomical. Those needs still apply to people who are very wealthy who may not have that level of net worth. So having this virtual model enables them to have access to these services to protect their wealth now and across the generation. So we've been you know, working with these solutions now or in conjunction with for several years now, and they've, we see them provide a lot of value. Right. What, what we've seen is in order for the virtual family office to be successful, a virtual family office is not, I know a guy my cousin or my my roommate from college, yeah, he could take care of this for you. It's really building over a period of time an elite group of consummate professionals that are best of breed. They're in the top 1% of what they do and getting them on your team so that every client that comes in, you're servicing them. And somebody has to be the chief coordinator, that Ken Kilroy role who is the person who puts it all together because it really is who has the trust and the relationship with the client. You can't just become their trusted advisor, their family office executive. They have to know you. They have to like you. Then they have to trust you. Once you get that with them, you could be an investment advisor, their wealth manager who says, I want to do more than just be their wealth manager. I want to be their first call on every issue. But then you need to be providing all of the services or have access to that elite group of professionals that can handle those services. And so what we do at FFO, we plug in to any of those advisors that want to be a virtual family office and want to provide that service to their clients because we we perform a lot of family office services, whereas In other cases, we have clients that come directly to us and we serve in that family office role. And then we are using our network to connect those clients and take advantage of those relationships. So we can really fill either way. It just depends on the client and where the relationship is coming from. And Jim, what does your your group, your, your company do and how does it relate to what Evan does? You know, we're an extension, really, of, you know, I mean, you'll often hear Evan talk about, you know, analogize his role as being kind of part CFO for the family or the individual, and then part COO, you know, on, on an outsourced basis. We really are an extension of that COO role. I think the main difference is Evan, you know, Evan gets all the cool stuff, right? He, he His firm <laughs> worries about the... Uh, you know, preservation of wealth and the financials and, you know, pick a hot topic on CNBC, whether it's Squawk Box or Closing Bell or any show. That's that's what he's working with on his clients. We get all the boring stuff, right? You know, obviously I say that in jest, but important. We focus on the really protecting clients through the vis-a-vis the operational functions of their business and mitigating the risks associated with that. 
And those businesses could be several things. You know, we may be advising a single family office on different aspects. Those, you know, they have employees. It may be the business or that they started or invested in that have led to their accumulation of wealth. It could even be, and we see this more and more now, their, their households. A lot of people don't think of, of these as businesses from the traditional commerce aspect. But, you know, if you look at some stats around businesses in the U.S., I mean, just south of 60% or less than five employees, 90% or less than 20. We have several clients who have household staffs that exceed 20 or 30 or even flirting with 40 employees. They're businesses and by some comparisons, large businesses that have a lot of risk and a lot of liability associated with them. And when you look at these individuals, that's compounded by an order of magnitude for the obvious reasons, their, their wealth, their fame. I will also say Moore's Law, right? I mean, if you look at the ubiquity of technology and the way it's kind of flattened the earth, now you have the risk employees could go out and air their grievances on their social media outlet of choice to the court of public opinion. You know, you have your data could get get popped and put out on the clear, the dark web, and now everyone knows where you live, how to find you, how to follow you. All these things are huge, huge risks. And that's where we come in. I think they've been dealt with in the past well by, you know, sometimes it's added to the chief of staff's duty. It may be added to the business manager's duties. But I think as these things become more pronounced, you know, families have started realizing, I think we need a little bit of a better mousetrap. Maybe we need to look at hiring a provider who has managed services that focuses only in these areas, in HR, in payroll, in insurance, in technology and cybersecurity and things of that nature. So that's where we fit in. We're, we're more focused on the operational functions of the business and really helping lock them down. Where Jim has been incredibly helpful for us is, again, looking for best of breed and looking for that elite team. Jim's company actually provides an eclectic array of those services, you know, how many companies can do HR, benefits, cybersecurity, operations, there's not many companies. So rather than having four different groups to have to go to, we're able to go to Jim and he's able to manage within his team the right groups of people to actually provide the service, which is tremendously helpful if you're trying to head up your virtual family office for your client. Yes. So I can see the intersection here. You know, let's use a hypothetical. Let's just say that I'm John Smith and I'm a superstar NBA player. Now I need a driver to take me to all my games. I've got a staff at home. I'm married to a celebrity singer. We have uh, people who handle her wardrobe, people who uh, help get us our online shopping. We have people, I have security on my premises. I have a staff of maybe 10, 20 people that are working for me in different functions. I have my own in-house PR person. I'm not really sure what the labor laws are. You know, I'm thinking these are all independent contractors, but I live in California, New York, and they're going to bust me because I tell them when to come to work and what hours to work. So now I've got all kinds of freaking penalties that I didn't expect. And then I don't have any kind of employment agreement, so there's no confidentiality agreement, then there's nothing that says that they can't squawk about me and the fight that I got in with my wife and blow it up or defame me. And by the way, if I'm not really attached to a cybersecurity person, now we have all these computers going on in my house. People are going to 
invade me. There's the person who's the young PR person or the personal assistant that's working at home and they're looking at social media and they've opened up a Trojan horse that walks in the door and gets all my banking information, my schedule, where I'm going to be. So what Jim does is he comes in and says, hey, 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 we're going to organize this so you don't get penalties, so you don't get nailed by the labor board, so that you don't say the wrong thing around your staff, so that you don't get, and today we cancel culture, you've got to be careful yeah, right, about what you're saying and, and who you're saying it to. One person could go out and say you made an off-color comment that you either you didn't make or you didn't really mean or think about, and that's it. Your business is shot or your career is shot or you're not going to get that next big contract or fewer people will come to your concert. So this is, hey, listen up, uh, people who have money who are either in tech or a celebrity or a sports person or a cover model or somebody who's a personality with any kind of fame or followers. We had Doc Rock on. She's a superstar dental implant doctor who's got a huge following. Anybody who has, right. you know, those, that group of people that are, you're hiring one person, then the next person, and the next person, and the next person to make your life easier to manage your life. You need to go to Jim, probably through Evan, because, you know, by the way, you're making money. You need to set up your trust. You need to be able to make sure that you understand how to minimize your taxes. You need to make sure that you've got, by the way, if someone rips off your song, who are you going to call? Well, you're going to call me, but you're going to call me because Evan Evan knows to right. call me because I'm one of the top trial lawyers in the country. So you can see how the three of us would work together. Evan's the quarterback in the middle. And you say, Evan, my son just got uh, arrested for a DUI. Oh, I got the person. I'll call them for you. Evan, one of my songs just got ripped off. I've got Jerry Fox. I'll call him for you. By the way, I'm worried about all the People that are on my payroll and what are they? Are the independent contractors or I don't even know what the hell to call them. They're just my people. Right. Yeah. But I, I heard from somebody over lunch that I could get a huge penalty because I'm not giving them breaks in the morning, in the afternoon and paying for overtime. Yeah. And I just fired one of them and they now have a lawyer who's saying that they're going to charge me for all their legal fees. Even if I agree to pay the amount, it's some huge number. That's where Jim comes in and says, you know, look, you're no longer just running a household. It's not like, you know, small house. You have a corporation and we need to tighten it up. Right. So hopefully the audience now understands how to use Jim, how to use Evan, and how important they are and how they sit in the middle. Jim's company would sit in the middle of your very complicated life of many people helping you get done what you do and make sure that you don't, you know, that that especially in today's culture, that you don't step on the wrong side of anything. And Evan is making sure that when you need somebody, you call one number, his number, right. and he finds you that person. You don't have to look. If you're looking for an accountant, and I'll just talk about this, if you want to hire an accountant, a forensic accountant, for example, and you decide that you want to audit your publisher because they owe you money. You're, you wrote a book, or you have a film, you wrote residuals or something. Some people are really good, but they will charge you five times what it costs. Some people. Uh, you know, they have a big name, but they've fallen off their game. Right. To vet that and to call around and understand in the industry who's sharp, who's on their game, who's cost effective, who will work on a budget. Do you have really time for that? No. But Evan would have been doing that for you and have the team there ready. And you're not going to study labor law. Trust me, it's complex. You're not going to hire an in-house labor lawyer just because you have you know 12 people or 14 or 18 on staff. So Jim is the guy who comes in and tightens up that. So this is for anybody whose life has gotten a little complicated because they have a lot going on and, and they're making real money. 
and they have some fame and followers. And in today's world, you can become famous in 12 seconds. And the followers can be bad followers as, as well as good followers. And you can just see how quickly to have consultants around you today in today's world is so important. Yep. Have Jim on your team, man. That's huge. And Evan, what if somebody digs up an email you sent 12 years ago and, you know, all of a sudden now everyone doesn't want to buy your company's product or doesn't want to buy your services or they, you know, it's going to ruin your career. You're going to be off of of ESPN or off of CNBC or these guys are always there on the spot with the people who will get you the PR team that will work on getting the right message out. And let me just share with you guys and the audience, there are a lot of these issues I have a client very high up in a particular industry, sent an email to somebody by accident without thinking about it. They decided that this person was a racist pig. And all of a sudden, that person said, oh, I'm sorry. But that person then tried to destroy them. Well, by the way, destroying them is against the law. That's called tortious interference. So you'd need a litigator, but you also need a PR person because you need to come out and say, that's not me. That's not who I am. Right. So there's a way of dealing with this kind of trap of getting named something you're not. But you need high-level professionals, and if you have Evan around and Jim around, you're okay. Right, guys? That is correct. That's right. And and look, uh, Jerry, some families, if they can afford it, will hire a full-time family office executive. And then we work with that person because there's so many issues that are happening inside of the household that they need somebody actually full-time in that role. And then that person works with us to then access the network that we've built over the last 20 years. Again, it's very fluid and flexible, but the key is really you've got to have access to the professionals and you've got to make sure that you're getting the preferential fees. Like you mentioned, you can't just go to someone and say, oh, great, this is what it costs. You want that elite team that's had their fees negotiated so that you know that their market rate or maybe below market rate because they're getting volume from the group. So that's just very important. Evan, beyond important because professionals, I'm not going to name names because I don't want to tear anybody down, but there are some professionals that have huge names that simply decide now that they're up in this elite status that they will charge you ridiculous amounts. There's no reason to waste your money on an accountant or a lawyer, when someone like Evan can quickly get them under control and get a a budget that they commit to, that he approves after talking to you, so that you know the cost-benefit. I'm telling you, accountants and lawyers are known for just fat, fat, fat bills. you got to have somebody who knows how to get that under control. Funny story, Jerry, related to that prospect that Evan and I were talking to uh, several years ago, evaluating services and they had mentioned the need for HR and Evan said, well, you should, you know, we, we work with Jim's firm. You should come in and, and chat. So we were all talking and it was mentioned that, you know, we talked about some of the services we provide on HR, one of them being core things being a handbook, right? You got to start with your policies and procedures and all those things. And the amount of money that this individual and others that we've seen have been charged for a handbook is, I mean, it's, Tens of thousands of dollars. Tens of thousands of dollars for an incompleted handbook. Yeah. And I have a certain suspicion it was be- just because of who this person was. Yeah. Well, yeah, when I started my career and I was meeting people in the entertainment business and athletes, you know, it was pretty common that they were being ripped off by everybody who was dealing with them. 
and that's, by the way, changing because of the transparency of the way things are working, which is good. Because just because you make a lot of money doesn't mean that everyone should have their hand in your pocket. Yeah. I mean, you know, you make that money, keep that money. I had a long discussion with a whole series of very wealthy people and clients. And I, before I opened this firm, and they said, one of the things that really chaps us off is we'll go to a lawyer with a potential lawsuit or we've been sued or we're about to sue. And um, first meeting, they're charging me. The meter is on. And I hand them the documents and they come back a week later and say, you don't have a case. But now I have a $40,000 bill to be told I don't have a case. Or, you know, the defendants in China, it's going to be impossible to collect. So we decided in our firm, if you refer to us, we'll take in your contract or emails. We'll talk to you. We'll work through it. We'll figure out what claims or defenses you have and give you a full budget. Hand it to you and say, okay, now let's talk through it and let's see where you want to go. When you decide, I want to do this because I know the cost of it, I know what my options are, then the meter goes on because you've retained us. Now, Evan and Jim would know that, but who else would know that? Would you know that? Look, the way that most of you out there who I'm talking to work is I have a friend who is a friend who told me this is a good lawyer. That's it. Then the good lawyer says, oh my God, this is John Smith, the big basketball player. Oh, I can raise my rates to whatever, and I'm going to charge him before I even sneeze. If you don't have the time to find your way to a firm like ours, you got to know Evan and know Jim. Because let me just tell you, their example about a handbook, to have a corporate guide or a handbook or a set of policies, most of them in any particular state are online. You can print it out and make changes to suit to form. I mean, someone should be able to give you something in 10 hours or less and go over it with you, not 40 or 50. So right. these are great guys. First of all, before we, we wrap this up, because you know, I could talk to them forever. What they do is so interesting. and They're experts at it. They're superstars at it. Maybe you can talk a little bit about, just briefly, this is a teaser, where, uh, by the way, and I know you work with investment advisors, where do you see this whole economy going in the next six months? Will interest rates shoot up? Will there be inflation? Are we up, up for really great times? What do you see? Well, obviously, you have to preface it with no one has a crystal ball. Everyone always tells you every, every time they're asked out there, first, well, no one has a crystal ball, but, and then they tell you what they think. So do I think the economy is going to go in, into the tank? No, I think we're slowly, people are getting vaccinated, stores are opening up, restaurants are opening up, indoor dining is back in, in New York. I think that the economy will creep back a little bit and you know slowly but surely things will get it'll be a new normal but it will get closer to that new normal rather than you know we're locked in our houses and apartments for nine months i think the, the market hasn't tanked uh, the market has held pretty strong interest rates is an interesting one because i think that for economy purposes they really want to keep the interest rates down but we are borrowing at an extensive rate, granted from ourselves, but you know, we're still we're borrowing that at some point that is going to lead to interest rate hikes. So we just gotta hope that we figure the economy out before that negativity starts to happen. Yeah. You agree, Jim? I, I, I do. I'm definitely more of a, a novice in, in, in that area. But I, I'd echo what, what Evan says. I mean the other risk is with all this this cash, I think with 1.9 trillion being the latest round, 
and all that extra money being pumped into the system, the risk for inflation down the road. You know, I know today the market's reacting positively because it was a tame report. But what does that mean in the future? I know that's keeping a lot of people up at night. Ladies and gentlemen in the audience, first of all, you guys work with people all over the world, right? That is yeah. correct. Well, these guys are, I think you're what New York, New Jersey area? Yep. yep. New York City. That just simply means they get on planes at JFK and fly all over the place and show up virtually and take care of your business. And their phone sits by their bedside and they answer it at three in the morning, four in the morning, seven in the morning, two in the morning. That's what people in their line of work do. So they're elite. They're amazing. Uh, how do people get in touch with you guys? And by the way, this they're not, we talked a lot about celebrity basketball players or singers, but there's a lot of executives listening to this. And I have a lot of friends who are running their own companies. They have their chauffeur, they have their personal assistant, their wife has her personal assistant, they have their gym trainer, they have people who run and do errands for them. And all of a sudden, you know, there's 10 people that are getting a paycheck or cash under the table from them. They have a gardener, they have this person, that person. And they, they're not thinking about liability. They're not thinking about um, cybersecurity. They're not thinking about, um, by the way, they're making money. They're dumping it here, there, everywhere. They're trying to give money to their kids, but they have no real way of minimizing taxes. They haven't graduated to that yet level yet. They have a legal problem. They just call their neighbor and ask for a lawyer when that's not really what they should be doing. Right. Even if you're just growing into owning a business that is growing, they can do due diligence for you. If your company's growing and you have these kind of people, they will come and they will tell you, no, no, danger, danger. So you should call these guys if, you, if you're getting to that point where you kind of feel like, I have the insurance person in my ear. I got a labor issue with one of my workers. I don't ever know what to do with a lawsuit. I, I need some accounting advice. I need to set up trust. I need to minimize taxes. I don't know what, you know, I want to I hire a board and I, and I don't even know how to vet them or who does it. Right. These are the guys that you call. How do they get in touch with you? You can go to our website, www.ffollc.com. It's got all of our contact information. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter and LinkedIn. Just search for Evan Jaley. There's two of us. Hi to my namesake, or we have uh, my name brother out in Ohio. We've never met, but we share the same name, so... That's really it. You can call, email. I'm there. What about you, Jim? How do they get in touch with you? Other than the bat signal, how do they get you? <laughs> that still works. Traditional method. Uh, check our website out, criticalpathadvisors.com. Gives a good rundown of who we are, what we do, who we work with, etc. Phone numbers out there as well, 877-917-9355. And then, of course, email jdemian at criticalpathadvisors.com. That's uh, J-D as in Dennis, E-M-Y-E-N as in Nancy, at criticalpathadvisors.com. I do not. Part of being involved in cybersecurity, I, I have since shunned all forms of social media. So you're not going to find a huge presence out there for me. But the traditional methods apply. These guys, you can call them up. They'll consult with you without charge to begin with. They'll walk you through if you're a little unsure of what they do and you want more information than this podcast, call them up and start to get your life in order. Start to minimize your stress levels, your liability, your exposure, have experts at your fingertips, have people who are bringing everything in line. Guys, thank you for being on the show. Two superstars. And there's a lot of people out there. Just look, just make the phone call and bring organization into your life. 
So many people need to be doing this. By the way, these are straight up shooters. These are people, I don't bring people on the show who are scamming somebody or, or who've got some salesmanship game going on. These are straight up, here's the truth. You'll never get a bad referral. You'll never get a bad piece of advice, guys. Thank you for being on the show, guys. Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>